Hey everybody, welcome to Carpe Dime, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Dusty Simmons. And I'm Jamie Davidson. We're with Financial Center First Credit Union. Thanks for uh, listening to us today. Sit back, relax. We're going to talk about a few things, hopefully bring a few laughs, but also touch on some really important points when it comes to your finances. Absolutely. Well, you know, I hate to say it, but it's probably been about a month ago that we were sitting here talking about the COVID situation and that things were coming and what to do in the situation and how to prepare. And darn it, if we're not here like five, six weeks later and Still we're doing in it. same situation, Still doing it. So, so we're sitting six feet apart. America's hanging sorts. tough out there though, guys. Social hey. distancing. I want to give a shout out to all the grocery workers and all the uh, the restaurant people. Thank you for- And all the bank tellers out there. And all, who are especially still, all the tellers on the line, all the frontline people. Yeah, so. who are still Thank working you. to as an essential worker to uh, serve you all. So- um, so as we talk about where COVID's at right now, um, our advice from a few weeks ago, is still good advice, but it takes a little bit more of a slant as we start <clears throat> thinking about the situation that the economy be, may be in when this whole thing is over. Let's talk a little bit about what we're hearing. Well, right now we're, uh, we're seeing uh, the numbers coming in for unemployment. A lot of people are being unemployed right now. You know, the hope there is that once we are sort of let up on this social distancing that a lot of people get back to work. But the problem is we, we don't know. That's the fear factor right now, right? Um, you know, the government's sending out stimulus checks, which, you know, is a good which thing. Which is great. It, it, you know, it can help, but, you know, for how long is the question? And I, that's where we started, I guess, six weeks ago. We weren't really sure, and we're still in that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are still some things we can continue to do to make sure our financial lives, they're, they're going to be impacted, but hopefully not as impacted as much. Right. So, you know, we were talking, I think the last time about a little bit about your emergency savings and your credit score and those things. And we're going to spend a lot more time today talking about the importance of your credit score and why it's such an integral part of your life during a recession, which is something we may be going into here in the next couple of months. Uh, Yeah, not only during this time of, uh, you know, we're unease, but if we do go into a recession, it's very important that this is one factor that you're trying to control pretty well, because if you do, it's going to help you get through that hard time a lot easier than if you don't. So, I mean, we're going to talk about that credit score and why it is so important. For many years, people have always wondered about their credit score and they like, you know, brag about their credit score. We see it all over the TV, all over the radio, why you should have a high credit score. We have all these different places that you can go, you know, all the credit card companies now let you look at your credit score. You got credit karma out there. And you know, a couple months ago, that was really cool. Wow, look, I can see my credit score. But it's even so more, it's even more so important now um, to, to know what your credit score is going into this and then coming out. I mean, I know a credit score is an important thing to know about, but why why does it make so much more of a difference in an economic downturn? Well, you know, we've we've all been paying attention to our credit score a lot more in the last couple of years. You've got all these groups out there, all the credit card companies, you've got Credit Karma, you've got all these different companies that are showing your credit score. And the reason is because you want to have a good credit score. Well, a good credit score is important for many reasons. Uh, number one is it's going to dictate whether or not you receive a loan when you go apply for a loan. So once we get out of this coronavirus thing and and you, you need a loan, like a bridge loan to pay bills for a couple months, they're going to look at that score still. Well, right now, that score is still either going up or going down during this. So we're going to talk about why it's important to maintain it or help it go, help the score go up. So can I ask a quick question? Is whether or not I'm employed have any sort of impact on my credit score? Being employed will not have an impact on your credit score. It will have an impact on whether or not you are approved for the loan because underwriters are going to look to see if you've been employed. Right. Now, here's what we did learn after 2008. We learned that there was a little bit of leeway there because so many people went through that. And that's what we're seeing right now. So many people are being laid off. People are going to look more back at your history and what you've done in the past. They can't really look at what's been going on the last six weeks. 
the last eight weeks. It's more of a, a long, long, long approach at that long picture. Uh, so that's important. It's also going to determine what the rate is on that loan. Uh, people that have low credit scores can get they can get loans, but the interest rate on those loans are going to be extremely high. And over the long run, that's going to cost you a lot of money. So it's important that you're working on that credit score even now because it will affect you in the long run. So what what is it considered a good, quote unquote, good credit score? Well, credit scores range anywhere from 350 up to the mid 800s. Uh, you don't see a lot of mid 800s, but they're out there. You don't see a lot of 350s, but they're out there. Uh, the average American's probably in the high 600s to the mid 700s. So that's what, at a credit union, that's what we look at. You know, that's, that's our, uh, the majority of our loans are done sort of that the high sixes to the mid 700s. Um, so I, I always act like it's a, you know, like a grading scale. So if you're in the high sevens, you're an A plus student. You know, when you get below that 600, you're sort of that D minus F student. So you really want to make sure you're, you're doing the right things. Oh, wow. So D to A is literally only about a hundred points spread. Mm, to an extent, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you're if you're not above six hundred, you need to really work to get there because right, that's where the grading scale. That's starts. that's where it, yeah, it sort of starts and uh, that's where that happens. So Jamie, what I'm hearing you say is the reason that maintaining your credit score is so important during the coronavirus time frame is that it really determines number one if someone's going to give you a loan based on your score and what your interest rate would be on that loan if you need it as you get through unemployment or any other situation that you're in where you need some bridge money. That's correct. And what's really important is what we're doing now is going to have an effect on us three to six months from now, which a lot of times we don't think that way. Right. So by, by maintaining our credit score during this this time of, of the coronavirus, we're able to come out of this with our credit score intact so we can then move along with our lives. So we've talked a little bit about um, what, what makes a good credit score or where the credit score range comes in. Mm-hmm. And I, I've heard there are about five factors that kind of go into how your credit score is made up. Can we talk about those? Yeah, let's talk about those five factors. Uh, the number one factor, the first factor is payment history, paying on time. Paying and your bills on time? Paying your bills on time. Okay. So your credit card bills on time, anything that's part of a loan. So a credit card is a loan, right? Uh, if you're paying your auto loan on time, your mortgage on time, mm-hmm. if you're paying your education loans on time, the key is to pay those on time. That's the number one impactor when it comes to your credit score. And, you know, as we were talking about in the last podcast, we were saying like, hey, if you have to prioritize what you're spending your money on, pay the big ones first, right? right. Your mortgage, your rent, right. and then your your auto loan, and then credit card and those things following. So would you, you know, in the same situation four, four weeks later, give the same advice? I would give the same advice. The good news right now is with what's going on uh, currently is a lot of the a lot of companies have given people what are they're allowing them not to make a payment like a skip a pay a skip a pay so they're not getting that's not coming up as a late payment make sure you're contacting that company though and letting them know you're taking advantage of that another thing we've seen is the uh, education loans have put it out to September 30th you don't have to pay your loans till September 30th and during that time you are not going to be be penalized for not paying mm-hmm. not only that they are not accruing any interest on that so, so if you if you can go ahead and make the payment should you or should you take advantage of these offers to defer? That depends on where you are financially. If you have enough money in your savings account and you're still gainfully employed like you normally are, I would continue to pay. Not only that, if you can pay a little extra, pay a little extra. It really really depends on where you are financially right now. Okay. Each person's in a different place. Example is we have education loans. We're lucky. We're gainfully employed. So we're going to continue to pay on our education loan because we're going to be paying down principal with no interest. Oh, so it, so that it's even if you're still paying, it's going to benefit you in that way. Correct. Yeah, correct. Makes sense. So uh, what what happens with that paying on time is um, in normal times, 
if you don't pay your creditor on time, after 30 days, they report you late. Mm-hmm. And when you're late, that makes your credit score down, score come down. Also, 60-day uh, lates, 90-day lates, and eventually what happens is if you get sent to collections, that really pulls your score down and sort of holds it down. So this might be a time where if you have some collection items and you're able to sit down and line them up and pay them off a little at a time, now's probably a good time if you have that extra money to actually call them and pay these off and get them off your credit score. Mm-hmm. Like if you got a stimulus check? If you have a stimulus check, that's <laughs> there you right. Go. Okay, so 35% is made of your credit score. It makes up payment history, but another 30% comes from the amount that you owe to your creditors. Correct. And where this really matters is in uh, when it comes to credit cards. Think back when you know you received your first credit card. Do you remember when you received your first credit card? Yeah, it was when I was in college. Yeah, you know, mine they too. get you as soon as you rock out the bursar's yeah, office. Yeah, we both went to Ball State. Did you get that free T-shirt or a free did. piece yeah. of pizza or something for that credit card, yep, right? David Letterman T-shirt. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. So here we were, 18, 19 years old, and received a, a credit card. Yeah. With really no direction, right? Well, other than you know, I kind of was told by my parents like you should you should use it once in a while so that you can start to build your credit history but didn't know how much yeah. to use it so of course what did I do I maxed it out oh, you, you didn't listen to the parents right <laughs> they gave me a thousand so, bucks I'm gonna put a thousand bucks right. on it so she so had financially savvy parents and they actually had the conversation and you still didn't listen which believe it or not is what most of us did as students right right, right. We, you know we're in college and you know we're adults now we're gonna do things our way well here's what's wrong and you, you actually said you had a line of credit of a thousand dollars and you went out and maxed out that card so you didn't use up, you didn't use up a portion of that. You used up a hundred percent of that of the credit they had given yeah. me. Yeah. And as soon as here you are creating this credit score, and as soon as you did that, the credit score you're creating starts coming down because you've maxed it out. Oh yeah. So. Because um, I shouldn't have maxed it out. You shouldn't have maxed it out. Yes, they because what happens is that that triggers something in the equation, and it actually brings your score down. So when it comes to credit cards and when it comes to lines of credit, you want to keep that usage at thirty percent. So the most you should have used of that credit card at that time was $300. $300. Now, Dusty, you've come a little bit further in life. You're no longer at Ball State. You're the VP of marketing with the credit union, right? You probably have more than one credit card, yes? Actually, I don't. I actually don't because I kind of learned my lesson with that when I was younger. So So I'm very careful about that. We're not going to use your actual line of credit on your credit card. Right. But for for, for ease here, okay, let's say your credit card... They give you a line of credit of ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. The most you should charge on that is three thousand dollars. Once you go over that three thousand dollar mark, your score comes down. Like significantly, or just a little. It, it, it can come down significantly depending on how much you go. So if you have five thousand on that card, so say you're going on a, a trip and you put everything on the trip and you, yeah. you get up to seven thousand because you want all those points. That's going to bring it down a lot because you're using 70% of that line of credit. Now, what I would tell somebody like you is this. Either make your line of credit bigger or get a second card to make the pool bigger. Okay. So, how you know, you're talking about credit cards in particular, but does that also work towards other types of revolving lines of credit, like a home equity loan that you have or anything like that? Yes, that will have an impact on it as well. Yeah, anything that's revolving. Should the same principle apply where I'm only using 30% of that, or how does that work outside of It depends on how big your, your credit pool is. Remember that. How big your credit pool is. Which means total debt. Total debt. Total total credit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Example would be, let's say your house is worth $300,000, but you only owe $100,000 on it. Right. So you've really got a line of credit of 300000 on that. 
Gotcha. That's what its value is. So yeah. you're only using 33% of that equity in that house. Okay. So that's, that's gonna, where that's things like right. debt to income ratios. Debt to income come ratios. In. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Which is this is really what we're doing. We're looking at our debt our debt ratios on this for credit. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people, nobody tells the kid when they get the first credit card, don't go max it out. And right. we go do it. And then we get in our 20s and we go, what did I do wrong? Because nobody told me. Right. And my right? credit score is not great. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So the answer to that is sometimes you need to make sure you're not going over that 30% threshold. Or you're getting another line of credit to make that, I call it that credit pool bigger. Right. It doesn't mean go use it. Right. Just use it a little bit. You know, use it once a month. Go buy a pack of gum. But that, then you're using that, okay? Okay. Seriously. Uh, But what you're noticing here is on determining your credit score, there's five factors, right? But what do you notice about that? Well, gosh, two two of those make up 65%. So over 50% of your score score is made up by those two. So if you can pay on time and you can, and you don't max out your credit cards, folks, you're going to keep your score. Stable or moving upward. Okay. So during Good these during these times, make sure you're not maxing out your credit card mm-hmm. if you if you don't have to, or you call and ask for a larger line of credit, credit to make extension. that pool bigger, right? So in a time like this, though, where the economy is not great, are creditors likely to give you a credit extension? That's going to depend on the history you have with that. Oh, that so creditor. that's where the third factor comes that's in your your length of credit your history. Length of credit, credit history, yes. With maybe overall and then with that particular creditor? Yeah, exactly. So length of credit history is 15% of your that, score. Of your score. Okay. So here's the example. That's a good what how you said it was a perfect example. When a 22-year-old comes out of college and gets their first job and they go to buy buy a car and they try to get the loan, the answer nine times out of 10 is usually no. Or you need a cosigner. You need a cosigner because why? We don't have enough history to determine on whether or not you're going to pay it on time. Right. And your answer is, well, I had a credit card and I paid it on time the whole time. But you had a $1,000 credit card. A little and bit that, different than a $20,000 auto loan. Correct. Right. So that's where this is coming in. So yours and my line of credit is going to be a little bit longer than, than my daughter, Abby, who's 20 years old, right? Right. And we've got Courtney sitting over here, Cece sitting over here. Cece's in her, her, her low 20s. She's got a great credit score, but it's still compared to yours and I because we're old, right? Hey, one benefit of being old, Courtney. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, gotcha. <laughs> Unless you haven't done well with your credit score and then well, it doesn't matter, right? I guess you're right. So, so 15% of that is the length of credit history. Um, now, what they'll tell you a lot of times is don't close a line of credit because that shortens your, your, your length of credit history. So try not to. For people that are getting their first credit card, a lot of times parents are like, hey, I want to I want to get my kid a credit card and I'm going to put my, my, my I'm going to put them on my card or I'm going to be on their card. Remember, Eventually, you're going to want to get off that card. And when you do that, you're going to have to close close that line of credit. So a lot of times I recommend you don't do that. So get your own. Have them get their own. Have the conversation with them on how to do it properly. Mm -hmm. Right? Cool. Number four is uh, new credit. So this is a good one. I see a lot of people during the holidays that ruin their credit. Why do you think that is? Because they go out and get every store card for every discount they can. That's exactly (laughs) right. Uh, Every time you open a line of credit, you apply for a line of credit, your score is going to come down temporarily. But it's so enticing, Jamie, because they're like, you can save 20% today on this $200 bill. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah. Save that. Yeah. I've heard that spiel a time or two. Yeah, I bet you have. Mm -hmm. So in, in essence, if we want our scores to trend upward, we only want to pull our credit twice a year. Uh, at the most. At most. That's the most, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can do three, but mm-hmm. your score is going to come down a little bit. It happened to me last year. Uh, we, we went with the new cell phone plan. They pulled our credit. What? Uh, cell phone plans pull your credit? Cell phones will pull your credit. Yes, they do. Oh. Almost anybody that asks for your social security number when you're purchasing something, that's what they're doing. Okay. So if they ask for your social security number, say, why do you need my social security number? It's because they're usually pulling your credit. And we have one more that okay, affects your score. Okay, one more things that determine your credit score. 
And that's the types of credit used. Now, explain to me what you mean by that. Well, there, there's, you know, credit's credit, right? But not the, all credit's not the same. Uh, so there's two types of credit. One is revolving lines of credit, which we all know as... Credit cards. Right. We can use them. We can pay them off. We can use them again. They're open lines of credit, right? right? Now, we have what is it called a closed line of credit, which are installations, which these are where we're paying it down to zero, which would be example would be... Like your auto loan or your mortgage. Your auto loan or your mortgage, right? right? Or a personal loan. Right. You get an amount and you pay it down to zero. So what the what they're looking for in your score is they're looking to make sure you have a nice mix there. Okay. Oh, really? They care? They care. All yeah. Right. Well, it's only 10% of your score, though. Remember that. Okay. But here's the thing. If you've got 10 credit cards and you have no installment loans, that's going to hurt you. Because so that's you might, an indicator that... You're, you're overextended. That? <laughs> you're, 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 you're overextended. Okay. Because you're not... Most of us aren't using all 10 of those credit cards, but could we use those 10 credit cards if we needed to? Especially in crunch time right now, maybe that's what we're doing. Right. And that's going to bring it down. So make sure you're having that. Uh, daughter, seeing the daughter's credit score. Abby's credit score is, um, it was nice in the sevens. It's down in the sixes right now. And the reason is because she's applied for education uh, loans. loans. Yeah. Right. And her education loans are, you know, her amount of debt she has because of that. It's actually had a negative impact on her score. So, I mean, for you young people, so student loans do affect your they credit They do. Score. They are going to affect your and credit. And those are big, big chunks of loans you're taking out all at one time. Right. That's that pool of credit, right? And you're using it all. Um, yeah. So it's very important. So, wow, that's really interesting. So let's say I'm a college student who doesn't have a job because I'm in, I'm a college student, right? And I, yes. now I have a hundred thousand dollars in debt. I mean, what what is my credit score then? How well, here, here's work? the wonderful, here's the horrible thing. We don't know exactly what it is just by talking, because uh, FICA, who creates the score, sort of has a secret sauce, and we don't know exactly what it would be. But but would college students have a credit score? Yeah, they're going to have a credit score huh. when they come out. Yeah, and it's going to be hard, and that's wow. where they see a lot of that challenge. You know, here you are, twenty two, twenty three, coming without a hundred thousand dollars in credit or a hundred thousand dollars in debt, and now you're trying to get your life moving. You're trying to get your first car. Sure. And you're and you got a job, no. but yeah, yeah. you got a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Wow. Right. So that's a it's a big deal. So uh, the answer here is you know keep your revolving lines of credit to minimal. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, you've got your installment loan. So get that installment loan. So an installment loan is your is your education loan. What I recommend, what I'm having my daughter do is I'm having her pay $25 a month towards her installment Just loan. Just to show, like, to show that payment she's making, history. Yeah, payment history, right, and paying yeah. on time every month. Knowing that that's the number one driver of credit right. score. That's so smart. We're going to recap here. Um, so remember, if you can do pay on time and you can keep your, your amount owed below that 30%, that's 65% of your score. If you can take care of those two things right there, your score is going to trend upward. The other three, you know, don't go out and get new credit. Right. Um, length of credit history is just going to get better with time. And remember, you know, you don't need a new credit card for everything you buy. Not a lot of revolving lines of credit. Uh, keep that intact there. So can I ask one more question about Definitely. revolving credit? Sure. Um, so let's say that you're one of those people who loves the points and you are, you know, so you're putting everything, everything that you would normally maybe debit onto a credit card every month and you're paying it off every month. How does that impact your credit score or does it? it? It will impact your score, but the people that do that and take advantage of that usually have more than one line of credit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so what I'm telling you is if you just got your first credit card and it's a points-based credit card and your line of credit is $1,000, do not max it out because you're having more of a negative impact. Than Even you if would. you're paying it off every Even month. Even if you're paying it off every okay. month. Okay. So still stay to that 30%. Sure. Still stay to that 30%. I, there were a lot of people that used to think the misnomer was that if... I get a credit card and I max it out and pay it off right away. It would help my score, but it doesn't do that. Okay. Good and, to know. Uh, what I would recommend to young people is you go out and get a credit card. You, you you know, maybe you go to one of the stores and you spend $150, $200, right? The bill comes in, pay off 80% of it. 
So you carry a little bit of a balance because it shows you can carry a balance. And when that balance comes in, pay it off and repeat because that's what they're wanting to see. They're wanting to see that you won't max out your card. They're wanting to see you're going to pay on time. They want to see that you can carry a balance mm-hmm. and pay on time again. These are like secret tips, people. Tips, like going to keep you yeah. like in your best credit score ever. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So we've talked about the things that make up your credit score and mm-hmm. also why your credit's important to you. So one other thing I wanted to mention, um, and we've talked about this at the credit union and the FBI has put out several notices about it, but with the stimulus checks that are going out and with the coronavirus um, situations, there seems to be more fraud attempts happening. The scammers and the, and they, and the calls and that kind of thing. Um, how can we be more vigilant about fraud? Attempts? Well, here's what I can tell you. The, the convicts aren't out there taking a, a quarantine break. <laughs> They're out there working overtime right now. Right. Uh, so you need to be diligent. You need to be observant. Know what's going on with your credit score. Know what's going on with your report. I'd recommend everybody pulls their credit report. Go to annualcreditreport.com. Uh, pull that Print it off. It's going to ask you which one you want to which one you want to print. You can pull all three, which is Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. Okay. Compare and contrast. If there's something on there that doesn't look like it's yours, address the situation through a dispute and exactly with that particular um, creditor, right? With that particular creditor. Okay. Uh, so right now is a good time to make sure everything that's on your report is on is your yours. report. I, you know, if, if you're sitting at home bored, right now is a great time to look at your finances. <laughs> if you got nothing else to do, people, right. check your credit right. report. You know, if you're like many of us that are going, oh my God, in the house another day, I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> you know, get your finances in order. Uh, shoot us an email and we'll help you get your finances. That's a really order. good point. You know, if you've been putting off that budgeting exercise with your family, hey, you got nothing else to do, but and look at each other. time to so. do it, right? Yeah. Go to your, go to wherever you do that and, and, and take time and, and do that. And um, because right now for fraud, you're going to see fraud go higher right now because yeah. we're we're things are totally different right now uh true story my son's roblox account got hacked yesterday you know it was the end of the world his roblox he couldn't play roblox all day yesterday so <laughs> i mean girls, i, don't I mean they're hacking means. roblox uh, trust me if they're, if they're hacking Is that like an online game yeah it's a okay, video game gotcha. yeah. Yeah, if, they're, if they're hacking roblox accounts they're probably other people are probably trying to get in your credit card accounts and all those sorts of things because yeah uh you know it's a different time and people are applying for different things right now and staffs are cut down to skeleton crews you know so to speak you know not your typical work group you know because everybody's working from home yeah so i would i make sure you're taking care of those things and looking and make sure everything is yours and when this is over go back and look again and make sure everything on your credit report is yours if you've never had an american express card but you have one on your report somebody stole your identity you got to take care of it now yeah well, I mean, through all of this and, you know, for, for all of our listeners out there, we really appreciate the fact that you're listening and that you're taking some of our advice to heart. But, um, you know, we're, we're telling everybody just, you know, hang in there. We're all in this together. It, we, it all sucks. Um, but you just got to do the best you can and know that at some point it's going to get back to some sort of normal. Right. That's right. I told Finn that the other day. Finn's like, normal? It's never going to be normal again. I'm like, yes, it will, buddy. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it will. We hope yes, so. Well, I mean, remember after 9-11, we never thought it'd get back to normal. Yeah. After 2008, this is a different type of an emergency, but it will. You know, after Pearl Harbor, nobody thought it'd get back to normal. It does. Yeah. It will. It will. It'll be, it'll be a different normal, but we're going to get back to it. Right. Right. So thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Take care of yourself. 
Carpe Dime is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union and produced by Jamie Davidson, Dusty Simmons, and Courtney Cooper. Financial Center is a six-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy, and our goal is to help you improve your financial life. To learn more, visit fcfcu.com. And if you need specific assistance related to COVID, please visit fcfcu.com backslash COVID-19. Like what you hear? Subscribe from Google, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify.